This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Hashtag Game of Two House, a sports podcast series by The Straits Times, where we tackle major sports issues every Tuesday. I'm your host, Sazali Abdul Aziz, a sports correspondent on the ST Sports Desk. On this week's episode, we have with us a special guest, incoming nominated member of parliament and former Olympic swimmer, Mark Che, to talk about what he hopes to achieve in his two-and-a-half-year term, which starts next month. In the second half of our show, we'll be chatting with sports reporter Kimberly Quack, who is on-site at the Mobile Legends M2 World Championship at the Shangri-La Hotel. And we kick off with Mark, who is on the line. Uh, Mark, how are you? I'm great, Saz. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so it's it's been a few days now since uh, you know the announcement. How how are you feeling? Uh, did it take a while to sink in? Yeah, well, I'm I'm extremely humble at the opportunity and really excited about the task at hand. Um, yeah, you know it it did take a while to sink in, um, and uh, you know um, just trying to understand the. Uh, what what this all means, and I'm actually really happy to see that the select committee, special select committee, had uh, has has put sports um, as as one of uh, the the things that they really want to talk about, and I think it's really important uh, during this period of time through the pandemic that uh, we have a voice for sports in Parliament. Were you aware that even like uh, international swimming websites like Swim Swam? Uh, the Swimming World magazine, they actually reported, uh, you know, your your selection as, as an NMP? Yeah, I, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was one of the swimmers that actually brought it up to me. I was like, what? <laughs> but I mean, it's quite cool um, that, that they, they're, they're picking this up. And, I, and I'm happy to see that the, the, even the swimming community, community uh, that I'm very closely uh, a part of uh, is celebrating this um, as well so uh you know can you share like why you decided to to put forward your intention to serve uh, as an nmp in the first place ah yes that's a very good question <laughs> uh, i i guess i got the call from sports sg you know to ask whether i would be keen to be a nominated member of parliament and you know i had to take a while to actually think about it uh and and really there were lots of reasons, right? Uh, of course, I'd be more, more than happy to to be part of um, you know, Parliament and, and talk about what I really am truly passionate about and enjoy. But uh, over and beyond, I, I really thought about the relevance of sports in today's context and really seeing uh, sports as one of the more relevant areas to see Singapore through the pandemic was the main reason for me to put my hand up and say, yeah, um, let's do this. Is there one particular area of that that you are focused on? Like, for example, like I had a chat with Yulin on one of our previous episodes and she she highlighted the worry that, you know, we might lose an entire generation of student athletes who decide to fall out of love with the sport um, because of COVID and, and because of the restrictions and the lack of activity. Is there uh, one area like that that, that you are focused mm. on? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, broadly speaking, I think we, we all know the benefits of sports and how participating in sports builds a resilient nation and how we can really get ready together behind the performances of our athletes. This year, there's a lot of things on the program like the Olympic Games, Paralympic Games, Southeast Asian Games, where we can rally together as a nation and 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 um, and you know, draw from the performances of our athletes to, to really, you know, um, 
inspire us. But uh, we also talk about the participation of sports where um, it builds a resilient nation, not only just talking about resilience and health, right? I mean, we're talking about health issues here. And of course, if we participate in exercise, um, we build immunity, right? But we also want to talk about how it builds mental resilience as well. Um, how we can you know, talk about discipline, how we can talk about how you know, when, when the tough times are ahead of us, we can really push through. And those are the things that you know, sports, sports does, you know. Um, well, we also talk about how, uh, you know, through this COVID-19 pandemic, we're able to see um, an increase in mental health issues as well as social isolation. And sports is one of the easiest ways to, to get people out, to talk, to, to um, of course, observing social, social distancing measures um, mixed together and, uh, and, and come together as a community through this hard time that we have. Uh, well, actually, what I, I, I'm also concerned about, like what you mentioned, you know, are we in danger of, of losing a generation? I, I'm actually also concerned about losing our, a lot of sports enterprises as well as the clubs and academies. Yeah. Um, I think we're all very familiar with with uh, with the pandemic and and how it's taken a toll on businesses. Uh, rental payments are a real thing um, with a decreased number of of participants because of social distancing measures. Uh, I mean these these are, are are real real problems that actually the SMEs in sports face. And um, you know I, I've known a few companies that actually have shut down uh, fitness. In uh, companies have shut down, uh, sports academies have shut down, and 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 you know, uh, one of the things that I really want to ensure is a smooth transition uh, for these sports enterprises into a post-pandemic world. Yeah, there some of them have shut down. Some of them have had to downsize, move to a exactly. smaller space. Yeah, so so yeah, we are aware. So the the, the effects um, of COVID on on the local sports and, and fitness um, scene is, is really wide-ranging. Um, you are set to join the likes of uh, Dr. Bentan, Nick Fang, you know, Jocelyn Yu, your own athlete. In fact, uh, Yip Pin Xiu as, as uh, ex-athletes turned uh, NMPs. Uh, did you speak to any of them, uh, you know, while you were waiting to, 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 to see if you get selected and, and what were some of the things that, that uh, you learned? Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, have to, it is quite funny. I mean, if you look at the nomination forms, you actually have to get the centers as well to to second your 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 form, right? And you know, I I, I had uh, I I I actually went to like um, Mr. Ng Sam Yang, you know, who's also an NM, former NMP, yeah. Jesse Poa, um, former NMP, uh, Ben Tan, Nick Fang, and Ping Siu. They were all my centers, right? And, oh, you had, you had they, an army of ex NMPs to to be uh, your centers. <laughs> I, I guess I'm in a very fortunate position to be able to call on them, uh, not only just to have their advice, not only uh, not just for for this uh, NMP role, but I mean in, in my general career, I've been very fortunate uh, to to have access to them. Uh, but I mean, I remember I was sitting in Jesse Poirot's <laughs> Jesse Poirot's uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jesse Poirot's uh, house, and she was like, you know, COVID nineteen, and this is not it's not easy. Um, and she really told me to think about uh, how we can really help the sports industry through this period of time. And, and to be fair, I think uh, each of them championed various causes when they were uh, NMPs and they raised 
very pertinent uh, concerns. And, and really, that's, that's what the role of the NMP is, you know. Uh, it's not that I have any political aspirations. <laughs> it's not about that. It's, it's really to, to talk about your fraternity, represent your fraternity, give, give I mean, in my case, the sports and fitness industry, a voice in parliament to be able to talk about the relevant uh, and pertinent issues um, in today's context, and and I think the in the forefront of most people's minds in this fraternity and industry is the pandemic. And and you mentioned about you know giving your fraternity a voice. How do you intend to ensure you are an effective one? Because you know there have been some criticisms in the past level to NMPs, not necessarily sports, um, but some other NMPs in, in maybe some other fields that you know they're not as a, an effective a voice uh, in parliament for for their fraternity or for for their the, the community they represent. Oh, that's a really good question. It's not that I have any KPIs, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I think for me, what's most important is to be a very truthful and relevant voice in parliament, and and. I think through my volunteer work at, uh, you know, through sports SG, SNOC, uh, through 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 the sports industry and fitness industry um, associations, I, I I feel that um, I I can give a very holistic uh, representation, and um, you, know, uh, you know speak uh, truthfully about the the issues concerning the industry. I think that to me is the most important thing. And, uh, you know, it's still a couple of weeks, I think, before you are sworn in. Um, but have you already had people reach out to you to voice their concerns or give you feedback on, on sports-related issues? Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah I, think, I think there are lots of, of, of concerns out there. And, and a lot of them are bread and butter issues, right? Um, to be fair, Sports SG, MCCY have done a fantastic job in, in ensuring uh, the, the sports for all as well as high-performance pathways. Of course, you know, people have comments about more can be done, this should be done better. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, that, that's the whole idea of, of having discussions in parliament, right, is to debate uh, and, and come up with, with a better logical policies, response yeah. and policy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, and I, I truly believe that my experience with uh, the SNOC Athletes Commission, where where, where I, 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 I I like to think that I've been a, a fierce advocate of the athlete's voice, um, has has helped me as well. Where you know you meet up with athletes and you talk to to the various uh, national sports associations and sports SG about their policies, you know things like selection com- uh, and and scholarships as well as uh, training and development plans. I think that that has helped me. Uh, to to be able to frame certain thoughts and uh, push them up to the policy makers, decision makers to you know to to consider. And that's all the time we have with newly appointed uh, NMP and, and former Olympian uh, and national swimmer Mark Che. Thank you so much, Mark, for for taking the time to to speak to us. Thanks, Saz. Always a pleasure. We'll be in touch. I'm sure. Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, subscribe to hashtag Game of Two Halves on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. On to the second half of the show and I have with me ST Sports reporter Kimberly Quack who is on site at the US $300,000 Mobile Legends M2 World Championship at the Shangri-La Hotel. Kim, can you tell us what it's like over there? I mean, uh, it's a closed-door competition. 
uh, is it a bit surreal for you to to be covering an event like that? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's quite an unusual experience. Uh, I think it's the the measures are quite strict because I'm not even allowed into the place where they're the the players are competing at right now. Where we are housed in a separate media room. So I managed to speak to some of the players earlier also and I think for them the most notable difference um for this tournament is that you know there are no fans around so because I think they're usually uh playing in front of like thousands of fans who are cheering in a stadium so yeah that's something that they miss but at the same time they are excited to just be able to play in an offline tournament again No fans, unfortunately, seems to be uh, the new normal for sport. Um, the new normal also, uh, I think, what people have to get used to is uh, the prospect of positive COVID tests. And you reported a few days before the start of this competition that three of seven players on the Brazilian team, uh, Dream Max, tested positive uh, for COVID upon arrival in Singapore. Uh, can you tell us more? Is this team still competing in Singapore at the moment? Yeah, so... Three of the seven players tested positive, um, and the three players who were tested positive were taken to hospital, and so. They, but they're still going to compete uh, because they have enough substitutes, and and but they're the thing is that they are going to be playing from their rooms instead of you know going down to the function rooms that have been converted into sort of stages for them to play at. And and what impact have the positive tests had on the competition, the championship as a whole? It hasn't really impacted the tournament that much because you know everything is still going on as planned. The Brazil team will still be competing and playing in their same group. Uh, it's just that you know they have to use maybe their support staff to fill in for the players who are out. And um, apart from that, I think you know. Uh, all the other teams haven't been affected, thankfully. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's still pretty much uh, going quite smoothly, apart from the three positive tests. Yeah. All right, and let's hope um, the competition ends smoothly as well. Thank you so much, Kim, for for joining us on the line. Thanks, us. And there goes the final whistle for our sports discussion of the week. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, you can listen to our hashtag Game of Two Halves podcast on demand on audio apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM eighty nine point three.